0: It's almost like a good song. You might not know the words of the lyrics, you just like the way the song makes you feel. And that was my obsession. Was the customer experience, right? From beginning to end at when we were giving our pricing, when our guys were there working. And so I be- just became obsessed with anything having to do with the customer experience. Have you ever wondered
1: how do you grow a socially conscious An environmentally friendly e-commerce brand online while also making a profit. Yeah, me too. After watching my family members suffer through cancer and heart disease using products by companies that care more about profits than their customers, there must be a better way, right? That's when I discovered an emerging wave of successful, purpose-driven businesses and I knew I needed to be a part of it. So, join me as we dive into the stories behind the most inspiring brands in the world and discover the secrets on how they successfully win over the vote of their customers' wallets and grow their business online. My name is Vincent Tanyono, and welcome to the e commerce speak podcast. Welcome to another episode of the e commerce speak podcast. I'm super excited, I have a special guest with me today. His name is Shane Whelan. Shane is a serial entrepreneur and a podcast host of Carrying the Fire. He also just released an ebook about how to dominate in competitive markets. So today we're gonna talk about how you can consistently stand out from your competitors and how to create raving fans in your marketplace. I'm super excited, welcome to the show Shane. Hey Vincent, thank you so much
0: for having me, I'm, uh, I'm excited.
1: So for people who may not be familiar with uh, your work, can you share a little bit about your entrepreneur's journey?
0: Yeah, so I took a break from school and, um, and, you know, I I, from college came home. I didn't know what I was going to do. And I just remember, you know, driving to work, just silently crying to myself because I just hated my life. You know, I, I felt like I was meant for so much more. I had always really thrown myself into things, you know, sports and music. And it wasn't until I started my own business that it was like, oh, my gosh, like this is what I was meant to do. Even though it was like 12 hours of just passing out flyers just day after day, it was like, okay, like I'm the captain of my own ship. I'm I'm in control of my destiny. And so I went all in on what I later learned was an extremely competitive industry. And so, in, which is the invisible fence world, right, for, for dogs. And so, I, um, you know, my first full year, I had a six-figure year. I was on top of the world. I was just, you know, I paid off my, my business loans and my student loans. And I was just, I was on top of the world, you know. And so, but what happens in a competitive industry and, you know, in a tiny niche, for someone to come along and to make a six figure dent in a tiny niche market, there was a ripple effect. And so that following year, going into year two, I was all of a sudden on all of my competitors' radar and things went from being really awesome to really not so awesome. Um, you know people just started being really weird to me, just uh, just really rude. they would they would just you know call me out and just and just be weird to me, you know, just just super unfriendly oh, oh! I heard about you guy, you know, type of stuff. And, and then one day someone said it. They said, hey, such and such company said this about you. And it's like, boom, like there it is. And that's when everything really changed, you know. And there's a huge difference between a 25-year-old kid, you know, in year two versus, you know, 50-year-olds who have been doing this for years and years. And so um, I just had to batten down the hatches And just dig deep daily, you know, to, to win a client, to win a customer, you know, um, to make it through the day. And, and it was like, and, and I always thought of myself, you know, I've got grit, you know, I've, I've played sports my whole life. Like I can do this. There's so many days just coming home being like, oh my gosh, like I did not sign up for this, you know? And, um, and some of the stories are, you know, they're so ridiculous, the things people would say to me or, you know, that was done, that it's just not even believable. But it was through that daily grind of of changing the way I thought, journaling, writing down different strategies that I was able to, you know, one day it was like, oh, like I was just different. And I knew I had truly made it through something and there was no looking back. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Because I mean, it's easy to share the, the
1: victories, the wins, but it's, it's, um, thanks for sharing the the struggles of entrepreneurship as well. So I'm curious, though, how did you bounce back from that? How do you get over
0: all those uh, bad reviews that probably your competitor put? Yeah, no. And so it, and actually when the first bad review I got was from a competitor and it was actually a huge sigh of relief because I, it, I'm like, okay, people will see this now, like the, this, you know, It was clearly not a review from an actual customer. And it was like, oh, like people will see the truth. But I got really good at just sitting down with Mrs. Jones, taking all that nonsense right in the chin and slowly turning it around so that they would see things for exactly what they were. And so I was always um, really good about writing things down. And, you know, and I was always into sports and movies and history and so I would, just, I would just see certain things and go, oh, that's how this guy won. Oh, this, that's how this guy made it through this. And I would just take like certain obscure films or, or historical examples and just write them down and just, and just go deep in on them, right? And have a different understanding, a different perspective. And so, and so that's what helped me to, you know, there was a certain point in time where we literally did the same exact thing as our competitors, but we were literally double the price because the way it felt to do business with us was significantly different than everyone else in our area. And so we were just able to charge that much more. Yeah. Let's talk a bit more
1: about that. Like, how do you be different? Because right now, as you know, the, everybody's like going online, new stars coming up it's super competitive. So how do you differentiate yourself
0: from your competitors? So I used to tell our guys, it's almost like a good song. You might not know the words or the lyrics. You just like the way the song makes you feel. And that was my obsession, was the customer experience, right? From beginning to end, at when we were giving our pricing, when our guys were there working. And so I just became obsessed with anything having to do with the customer experience, right? How did it feel to do business with us on a 1 to 10 scale, And so um, I think the biggest thing is, you know, when it's very easy, either when we're selling or even in a tough moment of where we want to talk about ourselves, right? We're feeling pressure or we're trying to get the job and we want to talk about our reviews and our awards and how long we've been in business and how we're verified or whatever. But when you make the conscious decision to look outward, To focus on that person, provide relevant value, whether Mrs. Jones has just moved in from out of town with her kids or it's Mr. Jones and he's just worked an 80 hour week. He doesn't care. Like just when you can pay attention to their details and and cut through the noise and just connect and offer relevant value. It's like it's I like the old quote, the loudest one in the room is the weakest one in the room. And so when they're looking at proposals from companies A, B, C, and D, there's just something about yours that just stands out. It's just different. They can't quite put a finger on it, but they just want to go with you. You're not the cheapest by far, but they just want to go with you. And I think the biggest thing starts with shutting up about yourself for the most part and connecting with Mrs. Jones, right? And entering their spirit and winning their heart and winning them as a customer what would you say
1: is the best way to really understand mrs jones like what's what's the what does the process look like
0: i think any you know for me like if i learned about um you know their 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 breed of dog right i don't know i don't know dog breeds even though that's like my world but i would learn something really cool about their dog breed and i would take you know on that first intro call you know hey we want to buy a fence from you you know potentially want to buy a fence Everything they told me, I would write down. They just moved in from out of town. They are, you know, whatever little details I could pick up on, their vibe, whatever, I would write it down so that when I was in front of Mrs. Jones, I could connect so much easier with them, right? Maybe they just had a festival in their town, maybe whatever it is. And I think it feels really good when we can exert, it feels good when someone exerts effort on, on your behalf right? Of of where not in a clingy or needy way, but in a way that it's like, Oh, okay. Like, it's like, it's almost like going on a good vacation of where, you know, it's like you, it's like you, uh, you don't know, like the experience of it, of being like served and you can just ah, let your hair down and let them take care of business. And it just feels good to just be taken along on that journey. And so when you can, grab the bull by the horns from point A to point B, it's, it's like you can be that warm, fuzzy blanket. Mm-hmm. And how, how
1: important is that, uh, the experience? How important is that for the customer, especially um, in this market?
0: I think that's super important. I, I think you know, there's so much noise, especially in the online world, of where anyone with an internet connection can do and say whatever they want. Right? Anybody. And so when you can, from, from a simple standpoint of just being different, uh, just stand out, right? You're not talking about yourself. And when you can make them feel like they're the smartest one in the room and not yourself, you're, you're creating an experience. And in the process, you're actually making yourself much more interesting because you're not talking about yourself, right? It's creating intrigue. It's creating suspense right? They, you know, when you can pull people out of their daily riffraff, that's the thing that's going to create a real connection and an ally in the marketplace. Once, the, once the work's actually done. Mm-hmm. So you, we've already
1: created that experience for the customers. What other kind of systems do we need to have in place to
0: create like a, to convert that customer into like a raving fans? So what we used to do was we would take a picture of the dog and put it on a postcard and they would get a thank you postcard and then a couple of weeks later they would get a postcard asking for a referral and i think that is huge right your referrals are your best customers you can charge there's no customer acquisition cost you can charge your normal premium prices because when their friends and family have vouched for you you know you should be closing you know close to 100% of those and so when you specifically ask for a referral hey mrs jones we just wanted to say thank you for letting us keep Fluffy safe. Hey, just so you know, we are a small family-owned business. If you know anyone who could use our services, send them our way. I promise we'll take great care of them. And so when you can automate that, oh my gosh, it is so powerful. It's free money. You're just squeezing thousands of dollars a week out of your customers from the simple standpoint of, of staying top of mind, right? If you can automate, you know, so if it's Christmas, if it's Thanksgiving, just hey, Mrs. Jones, just you know, hope you and, you know, Fluffy are doing well. Wh- whatever it is, and you're staying top of mind, so that when they do have a friend or family who could use our, your services, they're gonna recommend the crap out of you.
1: Yeah, I mean that's super important to stay top of mind, especially in today in a competitive world, right? Because if they yeah. think about they need something to do with a pet, they will think of you since you're top of mind. And I also really love the. The personal touch that you mentioned.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. And I, and I think it, it's huge for referrals, you know, for any industry, any industry, when, when you specifically ask, Hey, they want to refer you. They just don't think to do it. So when you, when you ask for a referral, Hey, just so you know, we're a small family owned business, which who wouldn't want to refer that, you know? And so when you can automate that, it's, Oh my gosh, you're just squeezing yeah. money. It's free money. Yeah, exactly. It's free money. Do do you incentivize it? We don't. Um, I I think people want to refer you. You know, you you could, but we never did that. Um, but our our referral game was was on point, right? Uh, so we never, but we never incentivized it.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you have a great product and service, people would happily refer it. Refer you. Yeah, to I think friends. when
0: it's a free exchange, you know, people, you know, it, it feels much. Uh maybe cleaner, I guess. Yeah. And I also hear you talk about uh embracing your authentic
1: DNA. Can you share more about that? Like what, what does that mean? What's an authentic DNA?
0: Well, I think a lot of times, you know, when we're when we're trying to connect with our, our customer, our marketable base, we wanna be we wanna appear perfect, right? We want to to, to just look and you know, we want to be the warm foot, but I think sometimes our instinct is to We just want to be perfect. But in reality, it's the it's our weaknesses or or are the things that humanize us that make us relatable and, and make it much easier to connect with us. And so when you can marinate on, you know, the the deficits of your company or of you. And you think about it and you think about it and you and you work on those, then they're not really deficits. It's just kind of a part of of you or your brand, right? And that's the thing that actually, you know, it, perfection is intimidating, and that's mm-hmm. the thing that's going to create a stronger connection, right? A stronger, you know, Shane and Vincent—they have a—they're they're connected, they, right? They they get each other. Empathy is so powerful, right? And so that's the thing that when you can when you can be honest about what you're good at, what you're not good at. That's the thing that is going to lower people's defenses and connect them with you.
1: Do you have an example, like how you would say like, well, how you are not so good at, because it's can kind be of, kind of scary, right? Sometimes to, to share that.
0: Even like a bad, so like a bad review where you like, le- maybe if you legit drop the ball, I'll be like, gosh, you know, it was one of those times we were in the smack dab in the middle of covid we lost some people and it was just a bad time. And and we messed up with Mrs. Jones. We, it was, and you know, it's devastating to get that review, but here's what happened, Uh, you know, or gosh, what's another, Uh, anything. If your guys are late to the work, you know, if if something happens to where, you know what, Mrs. Jones, uh, our crew leader, Mike, he got a flat tire. He is way behind schedule. I'm super sorry. It's going to throw the rest of our day in flux, but we are still going to make it out to you. We're still going to get you service and take care of you. Just, just, you know, hang on, you know, for a quick second, we'll be, you know, the, that, uh, you know, oh, you guys are so silly. Okay. We'll be here waiting for you. You know, that type of thing of where it's like people y- you love will always carry more weight than overt power or strength.
1: Mm, yeah. I, I love that. So it's being transparent with them and instead of like covering things up.
0: Yeah. It, it creates, well, I think you should really think about it, but like the things you're not good at when, when they get a glimpse of the human side of you, that's what creates a connection, right? That's what creates, you know, and like I said, perfection's intimidating.
1: You've been a serial entrepreneur. So what would you say is the best advice that you have ever received?
0: You know, for me, I think um, I spent so many years by myself just looking inward, looking inward. And just trying to make it through, I wish that somebody would have told me to go bigger, quicker, right? It, like I was so um, intent on being self-reliant and doing it myself and earning it. Had someone given me a loan or like an investment that I, so I could have started marketing sooner, it, I should have done that, right? But gosh, the best piece of advice, I, I should have gone bigger sooner. You know, mm. I think most people who are super successful, they, they're they not necessarily smarter than you or better than you. They just think bigger. And so I think to go bigger sooner, um, it, you know, that's what I should have done. So, yeah, I guess the best piece of advice, just go big, man. Just go big. Yeah, Don't think <laughs> about it. Don't worry about all the little interest, intricacies. Interest, interest <laughs> I can't speak, and, and just do it, man. Just just put your head down and go, and that that is contagious, you know. And that's what will get people up in your company and in your brand and and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, I, I love that because I think if you go bigger as well, you start attracting attracting the right people as well that can yeah. can can totally bring you up. Yeah. yeah. So. Totally love what you're sharing here, Shane. So if people want to follow more of your work, they want to get in touch with you, uh, what's the best way to do that?
0: Yeah. So if you guys like this content, I just wrote an ebook on how entrepreneurs in competitive markets can make it through to not just win, but to dominate it. So if you go to carrying slash ebook, it's completely free. And sometimes it's the smallest piece of information that will just change everything for you overnight. So there's a ton of great resources in there. Check it out. Um, it's, a, it's a great resource. Yeah, make sure you check that out, carryingthefire.com
1: forward slash ebook. And I'm also going to put that in the show notes. So make sure you go and check that out. Uh, Shane, before we wrap this up, is there any final takeaways or anything you'd like to share that I didn't ask?
0: Uh, I don't think so. I think when in doubt, just don't focus on how you're feeling. Don't instantly start talking about yourself look outward, focus on the details of that person and offer an experience. Mm -hmm. Well said. Thank you so
1: much, Shane. It was a pleasure chatting with you. Thanks, Vincent. I'll talk to you.